this Feast of Pentecost is a wonderful feast, and uh, for many, it's their favorite. I, I want to read a little uh, reflection. Someone sent me uh, down memory lane, and I got this quote that I, I think I'd sent to them. And it says this, Life is not waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. That's Pentecost to me. It's allowing the spirit of life, the spirit of God, the spirit of love to fill us and change us, convert us, make us different people. Now, if I were trying to reenact this Pentecost um, scene in the scripture today uh, that we heard in the first reading, uh, which, by the way, is, is taking place uh, 50 days after the Easter event, and whereas the pouring out of the Spirit happens on Easter in the Gospel of John. But whatever the case, if I were to take the first reading uh, from the very last uh, verses of the Acts of the Apostles um, and dramatize it, and so they're in a room, and then there's this loud noise of wind rushing upon them, and then these little tongues, flames of fire dancing over their head, um, and then everyone outside hearing this crashing noise is so overtaken by the Spirit of God that's come upon everybody. And then a kind of evidence or proof of the Spirit being there is that the Galileans are speaking in their native tongue, but everybody else in several different, uh, from several different countries and places are actually hearing in their own language. It's remarkable. And I suppose if I could dramatize it in a literal way and show it, and then uh, all of us witness that, I suppose we would be bowled over. We, we, what would we say or respond? We, we would see such an incredible scene, miraculous. We love the miraculous. But you know, I think we have to look at it deeper. The literal is astounding, but in the metaphorical way or the more mysterious or mystical way is to go underneath it and see something more. So I'd like to focus in a couple ways, and I'm sure, sorry, this is kind of one of those shotgun kind of approaches. First, let's go to the negative. Um, and, and I want to cite the negative of what's happening across the nation. With good reason, people are protesting injustice and, and uh, racial uh, divides, and it's ugly, and it needs to be protested. But the way that it's being done by some, and I believe not the authentic, true protesters, but the ones who are anarchical and trying to destroy, and burning buildings and looting and stealing and, and destroying and, and, and risking people's lives. This is wrong. And so I want to point to the negative. What happens when the Spirit of God is not in us? We heard it in the English portion of the sequence that I read, and I'm going to read it again. Where you are not, we have not. Nothing good in deed or thought. Nothing free from taint of ill. So, heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness, pour your dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chilled. Guide the steps that go astray. That's Pentecost. That's Pentecost, letting the Spirit of God come in. 
You know, um, in the gospel, when Jesus comes into the room, he breathes on them. The breath of God, the ruah, the breath of God, is the very spirit of God in us. Isn't it interesting when we say that a person dies and we say um, the breath of life left them? They breathed their last. And in their breathing their last, the process of death begins. While they are breathing, they may not have much quality of life, some people, but they have life. But the moment that the breathing stops, and I mean completely stops, then the process of death and corruption begins. We speak about that breath, that ruah, based on the second chapter of Genesis when God, uh, in Adam and, and also in Eve, breathes ruah, breathes his breath into them. That's the connection with God, the oneness with God, that we have the gift of life. And when we appreciate that every breath is, is a receiving a God deeper into our lives. How many times have I breathed over seven years? Oh my God, I, I, one day I'll Google it and see if I can get a number or something approximate. Trillion times? I don't know, but a lot. And every breath has been a connection with my God. God breathing into me. And literally, not just oxygen, the gift of life, but grace, love. But you know, how often do we think of breath? I read a quote saying, does a fish, uh, does a fish think about the water? No, it just lives in it. Does a bird think about the air? No, it just flies through it. So do we think about breathing, oxygen, how many times a day do we stop and say, oh, that was nice. Oh, I love the oxygen. We usually do it if we go up to the mountains or out to the ocean and there's this beautiful clarity in the, in the air. The oxygen is, seems so clear and, and cool and enters into our lungs in a way that, wow, makes us feel life. But for the most part, we don't think about oxygen. Probably think even less about grace. And I believe that we don't get grace when we do a nice act or say a nice prayer. Yes, we do, but we get it all the time. God is gracing and loving us whether we like it or not and whether we believe it or not. And if we believe that, we can't think of anything but the super, super, super generosity of our God. Now, if we can go there, and if we are humble enough to fall on our knees and thank God for the gift of love and grace and spirit, then perhaps we can begin to heal and change this world. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness, God, pour your dew. Bend the stubborn heart and we'll melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray. This Feast of Pentecost is more than a driving wind and flames over heads, if it was that literally and exactly. But, you know, Pentecost has to do with warming hearts and opening hearts to one another. We're, we're all human on this planet. Black, brown, white, it doesn't matter. Whatever language, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we live in our humanness, our oneness. Um, even if there were a person next to me that 
I did not like, even if I felt hatred for them, I breathe out my oxygen as, as carbon dioxide. And, and right next to me, this person is, is breathing the same air as I am. Where our, our air is interconnecting us. If we don't appreciate that, we will never progress as a people. We will never progress as a world. This Pentecost feast is the fundamental, most basic understanding of our oneness in, in God, our oneness in Christ, and our oneness in the Spirit. And my prayer is that we will get it, and that all the stuff that we're going through, um, COVID-19, as well as all of the atrocities in the streets right now, that somehow this will wake us up and, and make us a Pentecost people, a people who welcome the Spirit and allow the Spirit to do its work.